Welcome to the Stone Industry Podcast. Whether you're an experienced agent, new to the industry, a property manager or principal, join us in conversations with fellow industry peers. Stone Industry Conversations will bring you content to inspire and inform you on your journey in real estate. Welcome everyone. Welcome to the Stone Industry Podcast on our third episode. Today, a little twist of what we're doing. But today, we're very fortunate to have Mikey Taylor. Mikey is the CEO of Australia's largest independent advertising agency. Now, I thought we may as well hear it from someone who's an expert in the marketing side of how we can protect our businesses. And from a marketing point of view, should we be doing more of it, less of it? Should we stop? What do we do? Mikey, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Pete. Mikey, for everyone listening today out there in the real estate industry, um, just a little bit of background on you and your business. Can you just let them know who you are and a bit more about your business? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Lion Eyes is the name of the advertising agency. We, um, I mean, I started my first agency in, in 2008, so have uh, got uh, pretty real and raw experience about um, uh, advertising and marketing through a challenging time. Um, our agency, we've got sort of three pillars. One is about strategic strength. So what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And we have a behavioral economics and uh, unit there, which is all about nudging, so how you can move people to an outcome. Uh, we have a creative department, which is all about building all of your creative assets. We build everything from TV commercials through to digital advertising, through to print advertising. And then we have a measured media, so data-led media. We have data scientists and media buyers that uh, between them work uh, sort of pretty hard to deliver media at the best possible cost and to the right possible people. So it's all sort of set up to elevate clients' business and grow clients' business. Um, and, yeah, we've, we've done it across blue-chip firms scale-up startups for a while now and pretty successfully. Mikey, for us in the real estate world, a lot of us are thinking, do we close the doors? Do we keep the doors open? Um, Obviously, we can't can't ever fully close the doors, especially with rent rolls and so on, and sales are still happening. But we're obviously, Hmm. some people are considering, do I cut back on marketing? Where do I spend? Do I not? Can you give us a little bit of background? I know you were chatting early with me about what happened in 08 and around market share. Could you talk us through that? Yeah, I mean, there's um, there's the old adage that in good times you should advertise, in bad times you must advertise. And um, there's a, an awful lot of research from uh, 08 and, and the 90s by the IPA out of London, which shows the impact on sales, the impact on brand, and the impact on effectively cost of entry um, in the real estate marketplace if you, if you do stop all marketing efforts. Uh, and really, the, the key to outtake, I think, is that if you stop entirely, yes, there is a short-term profit defense, but this doesn't outweigh the long-term business impact that will happen upon you and your agency. Um, and actually, that there's a, there's a really interesting sort of opportunity in a downtime like this to grab what's called share of mind. Um, there's a very, very clear sort of correlation between uh, what we call share of market and share a voice. So, I mean, if you look at um, uh, if, you, if you look at any industry, share a voice is basically how much um, noise you make in the in the media marketplace. Share of market is how big your marketplace is. If you take that even down to a franchise level, you have lots of franchises operating in one level. Um, whoever makes the most noise in media generally will. There's a there's a very clear correlation for every ten percent you overspend on share of uh, voice you will grow 1% share of market. 
and that's what the data has shown on a long time. So when other people are being quiet, it does give you a pivot and an opportunity to make a load of noise and grab a load of share of market. But if you do grab a load of share of market now in the downturn, like, yes, that's going to be uh, short-term a bit painful, but the long-term benefit is that you've grown your share of market when uh, advertising the cost of media is much cheaper. I mean, the, the, the media landscape, is um, the media market is incredibly soft at the moment. Softer than a pair of velvet underpants, I tell you, Pete. Uh, so that's yep. very, very lovely and soft. And so you can get incredible um, deals. The other uh, thing which I think is really interesting and worth um, considering um, is that local media uh, is, is outperforming all other medias at the moment. So traditionally, um, local media uh, would be quite expensive. But at the moment, you've got this really interesting sort of uh, incredible growth in the amount of news websites that people are going to, uh, things like broadcast video on demand, which you can localize is uh, outperforming incredibly well. So there is a, an actual real opportunity to do some quite creative local area marketing, grab a uh, share of mind and therefore share of extra share of voice, which will lead to share of market down the line. I think I noticed having many chats for you, this is one of the things you guys specialize in which is about helping people get that message out there. And and in real estate, we may be good marketers for specific real estate product, but we're not necessarily great marketers for our own brand, whether it's you as an agent or you as, a, as, a, as an office in your local area. And it's having sometimes, having someone like support like yourself around that creative message. And you mentioned as well that you have someone who is uh, in your business, head of behavioral science. Can you tell the guys explain that and how you tailor use that expertise into marketing message yeah i mean so i mean behavioral economics is really interesting um and we deliberately look at behavioral economics because that's the the difference between um an ad that has got nicely finessed copy beautifully well designed versus an ad that's just put up there you've got 2.4 times the effectiveness for an ad that has been nicely finessed so if you think um, about that, it's really good quality creative is your insurance policy to make sure that your investment in media is actually paying dividends. Um, you know, 89% of all advertising in Australia <clears throat> is not noticed or remembered. Uh, the 11% is where you need to be. And that's why we have behavioral thinkers. Um, so there's fantastic books like The Nudge Unit. Uh, Richard Shotton's written a great book as well um, on the 25 human biases. They're called heuristics. All the things that you can use as a nudge to get your advertising more effective um, and get that, that extra brand effect so it's working harder. I mean, something which I've always uh, sort of thought was quite interesting is, is um, like the, in 1928, um, and this was a large kickoff of the whole thing, in 1928, the, during the Wall Street crash, they found that generally speaking, everything kind of went down and then there was this strange uh, correlation, lipstick sales went absolutely through the roof, for example. Now, why on earth would lipstick sales go through the roof? It's called the lipstick effect. It's basically creation of a sense of luxury and exclusivity is a really important thing, particularly in times of, of um, challenging times. People still want to feel great. So really, I mean, the learning you can take from that is that behaviorally, while the marketplace might change, the media metrics might change, humans fundamentally don't change. If you can make people feel like they're either a getting a bargain, if you and, and we're neurologically programmed to get a huge, great big dopamine hit when we feel like we've got a bargain, 
or B, you're treating yourself to something luxurious, um, again, you get a dopamine hit. So if you look at the industries at the moment um, through COVID that are largely unaffected, there was some fantastic information out of China. The luxury goods industry was largely unaffected by the impact of COVID um, in the Chinese marketplace, which is really interesting and just allays itself to behaviorally, you were all aligned to get a dopamine hit when we treat ourselves. So what can we take out of that as agency principles, make it feel like it's luxurious, and make it feel like you're going to be treated beautifully, make it feel like the experience is going to be a treat. Um, or if you can do both and it's going to be a bargain, then it's double dopamine hit. You'll grab loads of extra share of mind and loads of extra share of voice in this marketplace, and that will pay dividend down the line in terms of the amount of listings that come when, when market conditions start booming again. So, Mikey, translating that into uh, how we can use it in real estate, obviously that would mean... Um, and, and please help us here, but it would mean from obviously having great um, online walkthrough videos, content, uh, virtual tour inspections, which most of us in the industry should have, or if we're not already using those products, we should be, especially now, um, making sure the wording is, is really engaging and making sure our personal marketing is on those same sort of veins, that we don't drop the ball on that and we're offering more advice or, got, should I say, guidance out there, what's going on in the local regional market, uh, making sure you have stock out there, a presence on the internet, so people actually know you're there. So when they think about listing or buying, at least you're top of mind. Is, is that the right sort of thing? And what else could we add maybe to that? Yeah, that's exactly right. I think um, I think um, all of those elements make complete sense. I think um, making sure that um, your language is nicely finessed and that, that, you know, there's certain memory structures attached to certain pieces of language. There's a reason why fear of missing out works so well with neurologically programmed and want that. There's a reason why, you know, um, limited uh, edition things work, neurologically programmed to lean into those sorts of things. I think the other thing which um, agents and, and principals can be doing is, yeah, sharing local market um, knowledge about what's going on. Um, there is a, um, there's a, there's a sort of an art of reciprocation. So when you, one of the heuristics we look at is when you give somebody something, it puts a neurological strain on them until they've given you something back. Now, as a marketer, it's very hard to just give people things, right? That's what, I mean, magazines giving you lipsticks and those sorts of things is easy. As a, as a marketer in, in our industry, what can we give people? You can give people knowledge and you can give people, therefore, comfort of what's going on. and You can give people what you're seeing in the local marketplace. Um, that art of reciprocation would then put a sort of small neurological bent in there to go, oh, I remember when Pete from Stone spoke to me and, and shared this information. And when people start sharing that sort of stuff that you've put out there into marketing around their barbecues, if we're allowed to have them again, um, and start sharing that with their friends and family, that that really allays itself in their head and you've created a very positive connection with you as an individual uh, and your agency and your brand. So I would say share knowledge um, uh, is, a, is a really valuable thing to do right now. I think, I think that's so important, everyone that's listening today, is that we realise we're all going to pull through this. Um, obviously, there's some adjustments in our business that we have to make, but I think it is essential not to just throw marketing out the window, whether that's you as an agent or you as a business. Um, you really need to assess what you could afford to do. Maybe before you, before you listen to this, you might think I'm just going to cut everything. Now, you can. But um, I know it's done what we're doing and when we talk to a lot of our partners, we're trying to encourage you or our guys to 
still be top of mind, still create some marketing, make sure you have a presence because we all will pull through this, but you need to still be top of mind. Otherwise, you know, in our space, you can be forgotten. You know, today's hero, tomorrow not. So we do have mm. to stay the top of mind. And I, I'm sure, Mark, you look at a lot of real estate stuff online and the more of us that are home at the moment are probably all this free time. After we stop watching all the news and going what's happening, um, we're probably going to start gravitating to things we're interested in. One of them will be real estate. That's exactly right. I mean, but it's interesting you mentioned the news because that in itself, the, the increased um, volume of traffic on news sites. So, I mean, uh, news.com.au uh, and, well, news have registered an increase of 82% in the last two weeks of um, subscriptions to their online services. Now, if you think that people in times of, uh, in challenging times, default to um, medias and, and things that they trust, You've got to realise, therefore, that you know pushing advertising into, and, and this is relatively straightforward to do. You can geographically target um, through what's called programmatic engines your agency advertising into just a region, which is ten kilometres, fifteen, twenty kilometres around your um, around your your franchise or your your um, business, and you can push your advertising into um, real news sites as opposed to social media. Now. Doing that, you know, the the, the sometimes the uh, the medium is the message. Doing that gets a lot more credibility, um, and again, positions your brand as a trusted media source as opposed to uh, the bastion of fake news on social media. Um, and it's just really good for gaining sort of some brand salience, some extra share of mind, and also just brand positioning as well, making people feel, oh wow, I can feel trusted and safe there. And they're on a news site. It kind of connects in that way. Um, so I think it's really interesting that, you know, um, in such times, just not necessarily stop, but think carefully about pivoting. Um, think carefully about how you can um, make sure that your messaging is marketing and not just communications. You are using kind of the behavioral thinking to get people to either sign up, grab data, follow uh, a podcast that you're doing, join a social media group, like actually market, not just communicate. Um, and also think about which media channels you should pivot into because at these times you know there are lots and lots of different media channels that you can use that are going to be gaining you a lot more trust in the marketplace and also lending to that sort of share of mind that you want to get. Mikey excellent words today really want to thank you for your time because um, I know you're quite busy at the moment and what I like about your business as you said you pivot you look after your clients and go we should be here now because example the online news channels and it's true I'm noticing them everywhere they're all they're popping up with subscriptions. So it makes sense what you're saying there. Now, if people would like to reach out to you or want to find about engaging your services or having a chat, what's the best way from the contact you, Mikey? Um, yeah, so uh, I'm always available to receive an email and, and uh, we'll get back to anyone. So I'm just Mikey T at lionize, that's L-I-O-N-I-Z-E dot com dot A-U. Uh, so hit me up or... Um, uh, Head up one of my team, Gina. will always be happy to help. Gina V at lioneyes.com.au as well. Um, Perfect. Thanks, Mikey. Thanks for being on our show. And we'll talk to you again no soon. No worries. Thanks for having me, Pete. Thank Here you. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, for everyone else out there, look, thank you for listening. Hope you found today a bit informative. My name is Peter Muff from Stone Real Estate. Of course, if you want to reach out to us or you um, ever want to call me, by all means, you can leave your message on my mobile 04111 or, of course, you can email me, petermumford at stonerealestate.com.au. 
Hope you have a great week. All the best with what's going out there. And of course, sometimes it's good just to chat to fellow industry people and hear what's going on. Um, if you've got something amazing that you would love to share on one of these episodes, again, please reach out to me and I look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on the Stone Real Estate Conversation podcast. Make sure you visit us at stonerealestate.com.au. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player. While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast and the conversations on today's show, we'd appreciate a rating us on iTunes or simply make sure you tell a friend about the conversation we had. Be sure to tune in next week for more information about buying, selling and investing in real estate. Bye for now.